eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WIP Morning Show on a Friday morning in the Delaware Valley. Rhea, do you remember that's how I used to start All the, the time, show? yes. Do you, you did. know why I stopped doing it? Because it was killing your voice? No, well, that was happening. <laughs> I actually ended up having to go to a speech therapist. Yes. Clearly, it didn't work. No. <laughs> uh, but then, I don't know, one day I happened to have the radio on, and I heard Christopher Russo start micing the mad dog with that. Yeah. He's like, Good afternoon, everybody. And I went, well, it sounds like I ripped it off, which I didn't. <laughs> yeah. But I went, you know what? It's killing my voice. Uh, that's over. I'm not doing it. But somebody yesterday emailed me and said, come on, your last show. Start the <laughs> way you used to. All right, John Johnson did. Al will be joining us a little later. He had a late hockey game last night, mm-hmm. but he will be joining us. And uh, hopefully we will give you a send-off show that that is worthy of all the loyalty you are given to us. I do have a little speech I'm going to give at the end, Rhea. Because yes. Jim Gardner gave the most eloquent one I've ever seen a couple of months ago. And I said, well, I guess you have to do that now. You're going to handle your part, yes. yours. And Al will have an opportunity to give what I'm sure will be a very emotional speech himself. No. Angela, real quick, I just want to mention what? that we will be live on Facebook. We're Angela, live on Facebook. For the final segment. So if anybody wants to be able to tune in and see... That's your opportunity. See your mug. All right. This is the more intimate goodbye show. We have all the people that came in yesterday. Thank all of you guys for the great job you did for us. Today, we're going to look back at our own 33 years, but we are never, you will never hear a show that I'm involved in that does not deal with the news of the debt. And there's a lot of it, and it's frustrating as hell. I just did an interview with KYW, one of our great interns, Dave Uram, and, and he basically said, uh, you know, I, what are you going to do differently? It's the last one. And I went, I'm not going to do anything differently. You know why? <laughs> no, why? Because I'm angry. I, the very last day, after 33 years, Johnson, yeah. I'm livid. Really? Yeah. I My distaste for Jonathan Gannon, all right? My dislike of this man 
multiplied yesterday. <laughs> First of all, I'm a big justice guy, mm-hmm. right? I believe in justice. And the injustice of Jonathan Gannon dropping that turd on the city of Philadelphia <laughs> in the biggest moment of the season and then getting a promotion. Getting rewarded. That is not justice. Rhea, is that justice? Absolutely not. And I got to tell you, I, it is that Thursday. I got a flood. Man, I got. I, I haven't gotten all your emails yet. It's gotten out of control. <laughs> but, you know, I, I take them all yep. at radioman610 at gmail.com, and I will continue to do it well after my retirement later today. But the people in this city are hurting bad. You know who's not hurting? Uh, let me take a guess. Uh, Jonathan? Jonathan Gannon. This here, I want to play this a few times today because there are a lot of people, including a lot of the hosts at this city, that are defending him, mm-hmm. that are finding other targets. Well, guess what? This guy is well over the biggest failure of his career and one of the biggest epic fails in the history of Philadelphia sports. He's, he got over it, Johnson. He sure did. You know he got over it? That's what I hear. Uh, if you don't believe me, yesterday at his news conference, He's handling it. Obviously, I have a lot of energy and and emotion that went into the game and then losing that game and then uh, staying the night here, not knowing I was going to stay the night and interview for a head coaching job. But uh, you take everything in stride and you do the best that you can. And uh, I'll say that it was a fun 48 hours. I'll say that because uh, I enjoyed myself. Oh, a fun 48 hours for him. God, he angers me. Uh, hold on a minute. I, I, I have not had any fun this week. Have you, Rhea? Uh, no, I haven't. Is it fun 48 hours for the guy mm-hmm. who gave up? Touchdown. 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 And what would have been a yes. touchdown, but it was favorable for them to slide down at the one and then the game-winning field You want to know why he was having fun? Why? Because he knew he was getting the job and it didn't matter now, what this he did. Guy, you. you people out there, all of you, who have defended this man, shame on you. This is my last show. I'm still doing it, Go Johnson. Go all in. Do it. Shame, shame, shame. That horse's ass has moved on and had a fun 48 hours while we sifted do- through the debris of his failure. Oh, that was nice there. Sifted through the debris of his abject failure. He didn't seem very <laughs> upset about it. <laughs> no, he seemed to be handling He's surprisingly pleased. well. Ne- meanwhile, just because they didn't feel your intelligence was insulted enough by that moron, you're going to get some more insults from your head coach, Nick Sirianni. Aha, you got to hear this, Rhea. Remember, second half, touchdown, 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 touchdown. Yes. All right, call it what it is. Yeah. All four times right down the field. Yep. Wide open receivers everywhere. No resistance. Here's Nick Sirianni explaining how tough it is to play defense. Listen, there's going to be things like you can't stop every play every time. You just can't. And But you guys got beat on it early in the year. Yeah, we've gotten beat on a lot of different things, right, throughout throughout the year. Like you give a little, you get a little, right? There's You're not going to be able to stop every every single thing. How about just one play? No. <laughs> you How can't about just stop one? Every play. How about you have to stop some of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, how do you, uh, Johnson, how do you spin it that way? Let me see here. 10 plays, 75 yards. 9 plays, 75 yards. 12 plays, 66 yards. All in the second half. Well, what, are you, uh, what are you talking about? 
What are you talking about? We can't stop every play. You have literally rationalized it to that point where when we fail in the biggest stage in the world, ah, can't win them all. Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) And then he tried to describe what happened with the wide open receivers on the two plays. The first one was not so much the coaches, although they had a role in it. Listen. There was an execution error on the first one, and and I just want everybody to understand, when I say execution error, right, right, that is, you know, we didn't we we didn't do something correct on the field. But, but what that also means is we have to do a better job of coaching it. All right, so we'll give fifty percent to the players on that one at fifty percent because they didn't coach it. It well. was as they like right? to say, Angelo, right. a collaborative effort. Right. And then you don't hear this every day. The coach then acknowledged the next time Jonathan Gannon's pants were ripped down, he got pantsed on the second one. The second one, they got us. All right, and and you're like, well, how did they get us when they already did it? On we were in a completely different coverage, um, a pr- completely different uh, scheme that we were doing. Um, you know, we were we were running to catch up with the motion, and then he fell back and and ended up um, I'm scoring on the play. You believe this? So, right, so we got pantsed on the second one. We being Gannon, that's the coach. Yes. That's a defensive yep. coach. He got pantsed on the second one. They had already fallen for the same play against Doug Peterson on October 2nd. Yep. And they never fixed the play. They never figured out how to cover it. And now we're going to try to distribute the, the responsibility so one guy isn't the target. No, there's one guy who was there for all of that. And he's the guy who's now the head coach at Arizona. Got rewarded for And it. I will go back to that guy again because he did something. <laughs> this is, <laughs> you can't, ladies and gentlemen, if you script it, if you went, right, what would be the most ridiculous thing somebody hoping to get a head coaching job would do after failing in front of the world? Yeah. And what job, you know what he did? He went right at it. He brought in for the interview, the day after they blew the Super Bowl, one item and one item alone, his play sheet from the Super Bowl. See, what he was, I know what he was attempting to do there. He was attempting to take this large turd and get some turtle wax and polish it all up. Was it written in crayon? Right, because I can tell you, whatever <laughs> garbage he handled to those morons in Arizona, that they still hired him. The idea that all you would bring in would be the trophy of your failure is beyond belief. But here he is explaining it. Monday morning to get up and talk to Michael and Monty. Uh, That's what I did. And uh, I obviously had prepped for that uh, opportunity for a long time. And uh, basically, I did not have a book. I didn't have a piece of paper. I had one note card. I showed Michael my call sheet from the Super Bowl and said, this is how I do things. I write it by hand. And uh, ultimately, we talked about what was in my brain and what was in my heart. Oh my God, that's no, terrible! And, uh, no, and, and, and they went, "Wow, oh my God, wait a minute, we were on the fence here, but he writes the notes by hand. Oh, we gotta hire this guy. He's old school. <laughs> I mean, this, this, they, oh, I can't. You know, all you people, Elliot Shaw Parks, who are the other guys right that would tell you? Marcus, or Marcus Hayes. Marcus. Yeah. You guys right now couldn't look dumber. You understand, right now, what you guys should do today, mm-hmm. this is my, my last piece of advice yes. for you. Call in sick. 
Don't even show your face today after those things were said following maybe the worst loss in the history of this city. I had one sheet, Hide too. your face. On Monday, I'm going to bring it in to you. You are? You, you got to... Oh, wait. Rhea's got a sheet, too, jo- Johnson. <laughs> All right, let me give the numbers out while she comes around here. She's in another room. She's in the, the newsroom. Rhea had a sheet, too, and I, I would like to see what was on her thing. Oh, no, I can't say that. <laughs> can you spell it? Yeah, well, I can. Oh, look at that. Bleep you... Gannon. Wow. <laughs> that's her call sheet. I suspect that's the same font his uh, playbook right. was in, too. Let the record show she did not say bleep. <laughs> Love it was that a, girl. It was a bird. I'm going to miss you, Rhea. 215-592-9494. I am prepared to talk about that all day, but I know you're not. So whatever you guys want to discuss, I'm happy to discuss it today. This is our goodbye to all of you. We've got a ton of great surprises. We're going to look back. We do have, we don't have extensive tape of our 33 years, but we do have some really cool highlights that will take you into some of the weird stuff we did, some of the exciting stuff that we did. Oh, that's and cool. we'll talk some about that. We are going to have Mike Lombardi on at seven, Brian Mitchell on at eight, Mike Garofalo at 825. And one of the favorite people who's such a big part of our show for so, so many years. Former governor and mayor, Ed Rendell, on at 9. Ah. It is going to be a terrific show. I promise you that. Help us to make it that by calling it and offer you whatever thoughts you want. And really, if you would love to make my day better, attack Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> I would like to leave, Rhea, the way I started. Perfect. Ripping every guy who deserves it in this city. I'm not sure in 33 years anyone has ever deserved it more than Jonathan Gannon, who has had a wonderful last 48 hours. He's having fun, Rhea. I'd like to point out when he comes to town next year oh. with the Arizona Cardinals, yeah. I don't think that's going to be fun. Oh, <laughs> I will be watching from afar. <laughs> Let's start the callers today with my girlfriend, Keisha. Hi, Keisha. What's up, man? Hey, Rhea, how you doing? Keisha. Good uh, morning. I'm sorry I missed out. Uh I woke up out my sleep to call you. Uh, well, I appreciate that, Keisha. You are one of my favorite people. You are the sweetest gal. And uh, you know what, Keisha? Would, what's up? Would you like to hear your favorite person, Bubba Chuck? No, right now you're my favorite person. All right, you Uh-oh. go ahead, because I want to play Bubba Chuck in a minute, Alan Iverson. Because in, in your day here, you love that man. Did you not, Keisha? Yeah, but... um. You gotta give me a chance to say how much I'm gonna miss you. Go right ahead. You're not giving me a chance. Go um, right ahead. You, you, you was like my friend in the morning. Um, you uh, I'm crying because it will never be a morning show like you. And um, I thank you for me letting me be Bubba Chuck. And um, I love you. And um, I don't know what you about to do. But I wish you the best. And when I seen you on 29 yesterday, you looked at handsome with your little white shirt on <laughs> and your gray hair and your big nose. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Keisha, do we uh, have fun? Do we have fun? Yeah, man. I, uh, I went to a game with you and Rhea one time. Um, we played the Charlotte Hornets, and we won. And I got a chance to see Bubba Chuck up close. 
if it wasn't for you, me and Bubba Chuck wouldn't have a friendship like we got. And um, I want to thank you, and I love you. Wow. And, um, I don't know how I'm going to be able to send you, like, a little telegram or whatever. I love you, Angelo, and um, I'm going to miss you. Keisha, you could email me anytime. I will always be available at radioman610 at gmail.com. And um, you, you, I hope you understand. I want to say this all morning. The people like you who called in, you, you, were the, you, you were the stars of the show. Do you understand? It wasn't these players or these coaches or any of these other guys. It was you guys. You guys gave us everything that we could have ever wanted in your passion and your fun and all that you did. And you were representative of all of that. But you gave me respect, too. You made me feel like a star. You let me come in. You let me. I was your girlfriend, but yeah. I'm a boyfriend, too. <laughs> I love you, man. Um, love you, Keish. Leah, I love you, baby. I love you, too, Keish. Be well. So, uh, Be well, Keisha. So I love him. Thanks, Keisha. You can play whatever you want to play at the Bubba Chuck. Oh, yeah. I want you to hear this. This is a special request for Keisha, the biggest Bubba Chuck uh, Alan Iverson fan ever. He came on our show one time. It took a lot of work to get him on. Training camp, right? And when he came on, he was phenomenal. He even talked about what he wanted to do after his playing career. How weird is it for you to be playing for him on the Olympic team? A lot of the other guys asked me, like, does he yell like this all the time? <laughs> all the practices like this? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. He didn't change anything. Somebody called in and they said, ask Alan what he'd like to do when his playing career is over. I want to be a professional fisherman. I want to be a <laughs> He was great. And he was talking about Larry Brown, who he had a contentious relationship with throughout. But Larry Brown also was a guy who uh, knew what he was doing. <laughs> Let me just end this segment. He was a hell of a lot better coach than Jonathan Gannon will ever be. I promise you that. 215. When I get focused on something, Johnson, I get focused. I like it. 215-592-9494. WIP Sports Time 616. Whether you have a puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. They send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog, based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their idle weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash healthier years. 23. Brought to you by Nas Cancellari. Nick Sirianni spoke about the Eagles' Super Bowl loss. Blamed the players on the Chiefs' first motion touchdown. Coaches for the identical play on the second. Says special teams coach Michael Clay will stay. Meantime, Jonathan Gannon officially introduced as the Arizona Cardinals' new head coach. Reflected on the Super Bowl loss in which his defense had Zero second-half answers for the Chiefs. I feel bad about not being able to get that done, but it was an excellent learning experience for me, and I know that I learned a lot from that game and um, things that I would need to do different moving forward to win that game. Eagles said to be interested in Vance Joseph as their new defensive coordinator, according to CBS Sports' Justina Anderson. Joseph currently the Cards' defensive coordinator. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys, Nas Cancellari, have collected over $500 million dollars for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC 10 first alert forecast. 
brought to you by Dr. Glatt. Cloudy with rain ending this afternoon. Windy temperatures will drop during the day to 45. It's currently 60. Failing or thinning hair? Call the region's premier hair restoration expert for men and women, Dr. Paul Glatt. Book a consultation at drglat.com. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Uh, thank you, thank you, Dr. Fish. Rhea, I got an email yesterday from a uh, psychologist yes. who offered free services because they anticipate me uh, reaching a, a really a serious uh, mental problem within days. You already have one. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are they thinking? Yeah, but right now my mental problems are untreated. <laughs> yes, they have been. Untreated and unchecked. How, how great is that? They, she literally said, there's no way you're going to be able to handle life after radio. You you should probably come see me now preemptively. Um, do you have like a vacation planned? No. You should probably do that. No. Yeah. I'm going to jump right into my next job. Yeah. What's that? I'm going to write a memoir, and I'm going to remember all these amazing people, and I'm going to make them heroes one last time. Who's going to help you remember? Well, I, I I went to Hello? Joe Wechter. Joe Wechter's got Joe the Wechter. best memory. Yeah, he's yeah. He he will not do it unless I pay him. Yeah. So well. I, I I'm gonna have to make. And then I he told me a couple of the stories. And you didn't remember. I no. Well, I told him what I remembered. He said, "Well, that's all wrong. Yeah. It's not the way it happened at all." <laughs> so, Ange, in all honesty, Monday yeah. morning comes. Yes. How do you envision that day? I wake up around nine fifteen. <laughs> My wife brings me in breakfast to bed. Yeah. Right? She goes, "Honey, please don't get up." And then, and then, you, are you know, so delusional. right? <laughs> then she starts trying to make out with me, but it's too early. I don't do it. You're so weird. <laughs> You're just gonna continue to be weird to the very end. No, let him dream. And then, and then, like around ten o'clock, make out with your wife. I will. He's already got afternoon delight planned. <laughs> yeah, and then. Oh no, God! Oh God! No, if I were planning it, believe me, I'd be the only one. <laughs> and odds are, I would be alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, now, all right, we're all right, done. Not we're done. Well, you led me there. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. You led me there. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find your roads, <laughs> visit ArminChevy.com. See Armin's quality certified, one owner, low mileage, pre-owned inventory. Are you satisfied with the way the Eagles handled the Jonathan Gannon criticism? Yes or no? I I am yeah I am uh, really I end. am not I'm not happy with any uh, my answer is no oh, really uh, Johnson are you happy with the way the Eagles handled it uh, No I would like them to throw him under the bus Rhea, we can't make every play That's just to say that we can't oh, I'm not oh, expecting you you to make every play I was expecting you to make a play. A play. One. A. I don't know. Mix one in in the middle of the fourth quarter like just to surprise us. <laughs> just surprise us and stop one freaking play. And these people, Johnson, can I say this enough? What's up? These people like Elliot Shore Parks and Marcus Hayes who are still telling you Gannon's good. <sighs> Should they shut up for a little while now and listen to that smacked ass no, yesterday? There's no chance of that happening. Oh, God. That's unbelievable. All right. Before, uh, the plan for today is to mix in some of the stuff that we had in the past. And I wanted to start from the very beginning. And, and I want to take you into the world of me and Brookie. Because Brookie brought us here, brought me and Al here. Al, I think, kind of snooking him. And he gave us our own part-time show. We were on one hour a day with all the different guys at Inquirer. And then, then they took me on full-time. And 
All right, now, at that point, I know it's hard for you to measure this, but I had become a malcontent at hmm. the Enquirer. It's hard to believe. I know it yeah. is. And then, uh, so I, I was ready to leave, and I came here, and at the very beginning, you will hear the fear in my voice while I was doing interviews with Brookie, because I realized that if I, if I alienated any of these people, he loved them all, that in the end, I would have to pay the price down the line. So the first one, this is, you're also going to hear a voice that does not sound like this voice. Okay. It was uh, far higher pitched and far more scared. But here we are. He had landed uh, Bob Clark when Clarky was the GM of the Flyers. And uh, I thought, well, maybe it's time for me to sneak a question in. But the general manager of the Flyers is on. Good morning, Bobby Clark. How are you? Hi, Brookie. Good, thanks. Listen, I'm trying to get Angelo to understand that you are not Bob Clark. You're Clarky to all of us. <laughs> Either one doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Clarky, do you expect to make a lot of deals in the offseason? I don't know. It's easy to like to do something, but, you know, it takes two teams to do something. Right. Mm. Clarky, have you, uh, are you committed yourself to coming back next year? As far as I know. You are. Do I oh my sound, God! Do I sound wow. terrible there? You sound so young. When people go, oh, you know, I, I, you you had this from day one. Yeah, does that sound like I, Johnson? That sounds like you know pre-teenage years. Now let me say this: you're going to hear a little later uh, in a seven o'clock hour the way I handled Kapler, oh. and you will see that I did learn some stuff on the job. All right, but also we were on. Oh, this is going to bring a tear or two. Because we were on with two people who are no longer with us and beloved. Brookie, you know. Jerome Brown. And here's this. Good morning, Jerome Brown. How are you? Fine. Jerome, how do you stay in shape in the offseason? What do you have to do to to stay in some sort of a physical condition? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, my God. Does that make you cringe? Of course it makes me cringe. Listen to me. I'm scared out of my mind. That's tough. You understand, Brookie brought me in. This was a new medium. I had no idea what I was doing. You could hear it there, right, Johnson? It was something. No, Johnson, in all honesty, when you hear that, does it make you think less of me? I am mesmerized that the career grew from there. Rhea, does it make you think less of me? It's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, one of our favorite people, my God, he was a part of a lot. He was one of those guys at the draft in 1991. All through the Super Bowl run on commercials, he was great in those commercials. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Young, one of the Hall of Fame Eagle fans. Hi, Sean. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, everybody. How you doing today? Sean, did you get a lot of extra celebrity for doing those uh, spots on TV? <laughs> I wouldn't call it celebrity, but there was uh, there's been a lot of people that have have come up to me that uh, that didn't maybe know who I was or never met me like that and asked me if I was the guy that you know that was doing the commercials. And uh, so it's 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 been fun. It's been fun. Yeah, they they were. Uh, I was very appreciative of the opportunities. Sean, did did you get a lot of money for doing those ads? Uh, no, I'm still working. Because <laughs> I was watching, I was going, well, you had kind of given up the shoulder pad thing, but a good offer came. Well, you had to turn the offer down, right? So you brought him back out. I thought you nailed him. You were great in those. Uh, I appreciate it. Editing does a lot of, uh, done a lot of, a lot of wonders uh, for people. So it was, uh, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, they brought me back after, I guess it's been about 17 years. I did about five or six of those back in 2006. And they asked me to, um, that, as long as the Eagles keep their run going like that, they asked me to get involved again. So 
I love you know, it, it was, Sean. It fun, but look, I just wanted to. I, the reason I called is obviously this is today's your last day and stuff, and I, I really wanted to call to thank you, the entire morning show, and really, uh, you know, the entire fan base and everybody that's given me the opportunities to have some fun and stuff. Because I never would have been able to do anything that I've been able to do, have the fun that I've had and everything, to be able to last as long as I've done with this, you know, this quote unquote alter ego and stuff without anybody else allow me to have fun and and just showing me the appreciation like that because you guys are all just you know, deserve the credit for it i did it for everybody else not for me it was never been about me and i, I can't thank any of you enough i've had some of the the, the best acquaintances that i've had and everything and some of my best friends in life now have come through you guys and stuff and i can't thank you enough sean i gotta ask you one question because um of all the people that were in the dirty third you were by far the most positive fan you love this Eagles team and not with the edge that a lot of us have. When you see the video of the booing of McNabb, the person that's right out front is you. You are the main guy in that. I was, I was actually placed there. I was about 10 rows further back. Uh, oh, really? Me, the security and the ushers pulled me out of where I was and put me down there in front, so they set me up. They wanted you, they wanted you on the shot. They, they saw a disaster. All right. Well, but here's the thing. When you look at it now, right, do you say to yourself, wow, uh, I, I would like to do that again. I want to do over on that? Well, that's the reason why I apologized to Donovan and that's his right. family and everything and stuff. Yeah, that's why I did it because I didn't, I, I didn't honestly feel, look, the, the emotions were what they were and stuff. And, yeah, we wanted Ricky and everything. And nobody knew a lot about Donovan and stuff. But it, the way I reacted to it, was not the way I actually felt and everything. I got caught up in the emotion stuff, and that's why I wanted to, you know, you know when, it, when Cecil Martin introduced me to Donovan, literally just a couple months after the draft was over, before he even stepped on the field, I talked to Donovan for about 15, 20 minutes one-on-one right. at a bar that I bounced at and everything, and he gave me the opportunity, and I just wanted to apologize to him, and, and I did with his family stuff, and they were very appreciative of it. They told me, you know, you didn't have to do this, but we appreciate it. And, you know, that was just me doing it for me, you know, not for – anybody else and stuff and you know so no i you know i wouldn't want to do that all over again everything is in the same way and stuff it was just it was what it was look we had a great time there you know when we did it and everything and it you know, you know I got it, you, was a, it was a tremendous promotion by the uh, by the uh you know by the radio station stuff and again it kind of set yeah. up a lot of things but you know go ahead, sean, thank you sean thank you so much for being a part of it you are one of the stars of WIP over the past 33 years. So thank Look, you. Look, I love you guys, man. I, I really you, do. I appreciate every, each and everybody right. out there the fan base. I appreciate everybody. So thank you so much. All right. So picture this. I'm going to do a little more on this later, but I want to get this out now because this is probably the thing we'll be remembered first for. Okay. The Eagles have the second pick in the draft. We are all there at the behest of the mayor who got us the tickets. We are going to cheer our lungs out when Ricky Williams is drafted. And then he wasn't drafted. And we weren't ready for that. Although maybe the people in the building were. Because they moved Sean down. They wanted the video of what took place. And this is not the most proud moment. But it is a moment. Listen. The uh, second pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Donovan McNabb, quarterback, Syracuse University. He never got over it. McNabb never got no. over it. Uh, Sean, he's got all the face paint on. You could see the veins in his forehead popping out. <laughs> it's just great. I'm sorry. I, I uh, never felt full remorse for that because no. uh, it was fun. And, and frankly, uh, 
It was not, our intention was not to ruin the career of Donovan McNabb. Although to this day, Johnson, to this day, I get emails from people attacking me. You don't realize how many people learned your name that day. It was very, very innocent when we did it. We meant no harm. (laughs) Walt is up from Brookhaven. Hi, Walt. Good morning, Angelo. How are you guys doing? Walt, did you hear this stuff yesterday about Gannon and from Gannon? Um, yeah, I kind of threw up in my mouth. All right, Walter, I just got to know, the last 48 hours, how have you been doing? Are you all right? You having a good time? <laughs> no, I'm doing terrible. I mean, we were so close, we should have won this game. And his pathetic defense it was, you know, the reason we lost. All right, hold on. Let me check in and see how Gannon's doing now. It was a fun 48 hours, I'll say that, because uh, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> Walter. Is there anything you could say that would be worse to that after possibly the worst loss in Philadelphia history? No, no. And, you know, he, he just he just doesn't care. He didn't care. He knew he was going to get a big job. Um, maybe he didn't know where, but he knew he was going to get a big job with a big paycheck. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, things happen and, and the Eagles lost. And he just didn't care. He didn't, he didn't have his heart and soul in it like all of us do. You know, that's that's a good message. And you know what? Nick Sirianni, I have uh, had a good relationship with Nick for the two years. Nick, do not come out here and tell us you cannot stop every play. When you stopped, no plays. None. <laughs> you can't say None. that. None. You cannot You cannot hide that fail in a mass of ridiculous words. You have to stop it. That's what you're there to do. And you failed the city. You know, it's Deal am- with that. It's amazing when you look back. There were no memorable offensive plays by Kansas City. It was all a slow, methodical drives. Right down. It just- wasn't a pass over 22 yards, right? No. no I don't believe so. A nice, clean churn right down the field. 2-1. Yeah, it, it was a slow It was a slow death for yes. us. I got you, um, Walter. Walter, thank you for being such a great early caller. My early calls are important to me. 215-592-9494. We got a lot of stars already on the line. We're going to get to them. Remember, they're the stars of this show. When we come back very quickly, uh, by the way, I'm going to give you winners and weasels. Is that so? We're not playing the game. I'm just giving them to you because I think it's important that I point out who I think deserves the winner of the week. Oh, can I guess? No. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When we come back, I will give you a guess for each. Let's see how you do. Okay. (laughs) Something tells me you're on to my weasel. (laughs) 215-592-9494, WIP Sports Type 636. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate up to $26,000 per employee. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. Team of tax attorneys they've put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you too. They do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Find out if your business qualifies. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Never was a guy more suited for his job than the (laughs) director of fun and games. Yes, John Brazier. Every day of John Brazier's life, he has fun. He really does. And he's got 
about nine jokes that he recycles yes. the way Jonesy does. That was good. But he tells a joke great. And, John, thank you and the Phillies organization for absorbing all the abuse I poured on you for all these years. <laughs> I mean, I did. I, I'm not going to walk away from what I want. I, I got to keep going here with some of the news that came out yesterday. One of the things that happened, Johnson, was that Nick Sirianni indicated that even though Shane Steichen is gone and he was the play caller, yeah. whoever the new guy is, psst, it's Brian Johnson, the quarterback coach. Uh, he's That guy will be the play caller. And here's what he said. It really it does help me manage the the game better, in my opinion. Uh, it helps me interact with the players more, um, you know, um, on the sideline, right? And you know, it helps me be able to discuss something that you know that you know with somebody upstairs um, to get on the defensive headset when the offense is up, vice versa. Um, you know, and so I, I guess that will be my intent. Um, to let the next offense coordinator call the game. I hope they know what they're doing. Yeah, it, sound, it seems logical yeah. if it's Brian It does, Johnson. but at the same time, I, all I could think what you said is it gives me more time on the sideline, and I'm picturing him mugging for the camera. Oh, no. And how much I'm going, maybe you need something to occupy yourself a little more. He got in trouble for doing that. Yeah. But the Brian Johnson thing makes sense to me. Look at the strides Hurts took. Mm -hmm. How could you take the coach that did this with Hurts and not promote him to a job when an opening well, comes? The difference, I right. mean, the, they need that continuity because right. it was the first time with Steichen yep. that he had had, like, the same offensive coordinator for two years in sure. a row. And since Brian was already there and it's has and, and Hurts thinks well of him. yeah. Here's the key. Because the, the defensive coordinator is up for grabs. They have already indicated they're going to ask uh, Vance, J Vance Joseph, Vance Joseph yeah. to do it. He is a D.C. elsewhere, so uh, he's got the, the Arizona experience. Cardinals. Cardinals. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess he's not going with Gannon. <laughs> uh, but how ironic would that be? Yeah. But here's the bottom line on it. I desperately need them to take somebody from outside the organization so they will bring in a new and more aggressive philosophy than what we have seen in the Gannon regime. We'd, we'd like a play. We'd like make one well, how, play. How high Please. up does that philosophy go? Uh, that's the question. Most though, right? philosophies go to Lurie. And I'm going to assume, look, if Lurie, Lurie loves the past, so he brings in guys who love the past. Yeah. I would love to believe, since he was here for some great aggressive teams defensively, he's going to want that. I hope so. Because he couldn't – look, there's, whatever they'd say, all right, and how he didn't lay out blame on anybody, all this stuff, they know what happened. They are angry about what happened. They will try to go in a different direction based on what you saw. That's logic. I hope it happens. I'll be watching from afar. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, one of my all-time favorite people, and he came back to set up the games for the final year, is the legendary – Sign man, John. John, thank you for coming on, my friend. Uh, thank you. I can't thank you enough for what you did for the Eagle fans for 30 years and just all the fans in the Delaware Valley. You let everybody express themselves and our anger, our excitement, and it's you know, just an outlet for that for every fan across Delaware Valley for 30 years. And thank you to you and the station and morning show, everybody. You guys have been the best, absolutely the best. Can't wish you enough luck. And enjoy yourself. John, thank you so much. John, you're as big an Eagles fan as anybody I know. Um, 
How were your last 48 hours? Did you have a good time? No, it's awful. I can't even, I don't even, for two weeks, I couldn't just watch enough TV because we were the center of everything and every story, every show was about the Eagles and I haven't even turned the TV on since. Don't want right. to see it. I did hear the contrast in the two interviews. Spiking, i never seen a guy go to another team. He was actually in tears. Thanking. He went yeah. through just about every player on the team. Yep. Yeah. It was yep. unbelievable. But but uh, to get back to the forty eight hours, uh, let's update you on uh, how how Jonathan Gannon's handling. It was a fun forty eight hours, I'll say that, because uh, I enjoyed myself. John, I mean, sickening. I mean, and I didn't even get all over him. We've had arguments about no in our family in our group, and I hear that I'm like, you guys are right. This is sickening. How? I mean, you can't. He didn't say anything about us. No, because he didn't really care. We were a stepping stone. And even though he did what he did in that Super Bowl, he got rewarded. Life is not fair, John. Well, it'll be fair. We play Arizona next year, don't we? Oh, yeah. That's a win. <laughs> John, we love you, man. Thank you so much for being a part of us. Thank you, Edge. Good luck. Sign man John, ladies and gentlemen. My man Rocco from the 3030. He was booing at that, uh, at that great um, Donovan McNabb draft. How you doing, Rock? Good, good, sir. But I do have to correct you on something. What happened? It wasn't, it wasn't the NFL that moved Sean up front. It was Doughboy Doe and I. All right, well, hold on. Were... That, he, <laughs> I didn't say that. That's what Sean said. They said that the security moved him up. No, no, no. Sean, Sean is incorrect. All right. What happened when we got there and we had our seats that were assigned to us? Right. We noticed that in front of us there was a bunch of uh, seats that were covered with a plastic cover. And uh, Doughboy and I just started lifting that plastic, and we rolled down an extra, like, you know, seven rows of seats. We called Sean up and said, Sean, come on, come up front. Ah. And we were all in the front row together. <laughs> now, just so you know, Doughboy, he's wearing number 61. He has some jersey on, and it doesn't fit because he's gargantuan at that point. He was the fattest guy you would have met. Eventually, he got that bypass thing, gastric bypass. Yes, yes. Uh, although I'm hearing that he's still rather bulky. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, oh, Rock, do you regret it at all? Do you regret what happened that day? Absolutely not, Ange. We made history. The first time in history and the last time in history that a NFL commissioner came to the podium and recognized the fan base. Yeah. I, I got to say, Rock, Rock, it was uh, – you know what? I, I never really had any regrets. I, no, I know no. there were times when I expressed them, but looking back now, Rhea used to always say the same thing whenever it would come up. Yeah. You know what you would say? Greatest radio promotion ever. She said yeah. it. Now, I think we topped it eventually with the wing ball. Yeah. But the booing of McNabb. And you know what? He's coming on at nine, Ed Rendell. Rocco, he had something to do with that. Oh, yeah. It was his idea. He came on the air, and it was like, huh. And then the, the conversation then turned to, well, why don't we get the busload of our most phantom, biggest Eagles fans and bring them to the, bring them to the draft? Yeah. And then the phone call. And then, well, here's, here's the caveat. I came in the studio, and it was actually like interviewing people for the second year, remember the second year we went to Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And Kenny called into the show. Yeah. For the first time, and I got him into the thirty thirty. So it all started for Kenny through through that moment. So, <laughs> Rocco, I believe 
Now, I'm going to change what I said yesterday. I believe the man you're hearing right now, Rocco from the 33rd, is the caller who took the whole distance of this show from the beginning to the end. Right, Rock? Uh, yeah, I, I went into a low when Michael Vick became the starter. All right, but um, you did. You yeah, sta- yeah, I mean, you were yeah. here at the first year, right? I was. My very first live show with you was you first went to Lehigh Valley. I've been around since Max Fierro. Wow, then, uh, Max Fierro. We did traffic then, Rhea. Yeah, you remember. And then Chris, remember Chris Gamble and I, we had yep. like a little thing going on. And then uh, Rhea came in and, it, you know, God, Ange, what's that, 94? Uh, yes, I didn't know that Chris Gamble thing, Rock. That's new to me. All right, Rock, just tell me this. <laughs> yes. Was it a good run? Did you enjoy it? Oh, the best. The absolute best. I mean, there's, there's nothing that I can accomplish in my own life, personally, that will go better and go higher than what you and I achieved. Um, and, you know, listen, Joe Wechter, Rhea, Al, everybody involved. Now, Wechter, if it wasn't for Wechter, I would never have gotten on the air. You know, no, yeah. it starts, uh, it that applies that. to every caller, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's but, the I mean, screener. It starts there. It starts there. <laughs> and, you know, and you guys, Thanks, you're, you're the best. And I, I look, whatever you go, whatever you do, I hope you and I remain friends and we stay in touch and that uh, we have we break bright again. I love it, Rock. Suit you. Rock, really? you're the best, man. Thank you, my man. That's Rocco for the 3030, our longest uh, tenured caller to the show. Bernadette's up from Tabernacle. Hi, Bernie. Hey, Ann. How are you, hey, sweetie? I'm very emotional, Ann. You are emotional. What What are you emotional about, Bernie? Well, the way the Eagle season ended. Yeah, it's very emotional. Very emotional. I, I think the defense fell apart in the second half when they just lost it with those two touchdowns by the Chiefs. And Jonathan Gannon, I'm with you, Ann. He stinks like a rotten egg. Stinks like a rotten egg, Uh, Bernie, uh, I want to run by you something that Nick Sirianni said yesterday because he was addressing the fact that they were not effective defensively in the second half. Do you buy this? Listen, there's going to be things like you can't stop every play. Can't stop every play, Bernie. (laughs) No. Can't stop any play. No. I mean, really, but this is what they're selling us? I know. It, it really stinks. <laughs> oh, the only thing I'm happy for is I get something to bitch about on my last day. That is unbelievable that you have been here two years and your your explanation for the biggest defensive fail in Philadelphia sports history is that we can't stop every play. Right. Do I look stupid to you, Johnson? Yes. No. <laughs> Angelo? Yes. Angelo? Yes. I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart, you guys at WIP are the best. I've been listening to you, Angelo, with my dad for a very long time when you were on 610 AM. And when my dad passed away in 2012, I stopped listening to sports for a while because it just really got me depressed. And you and Al and Rhea and Ava have just brought so much light into my life and made my life exciting again. And with Fred, you guys have brought us the best gift by getting us that Eagles game in 2021. And Ava, I love you, girl. Rhea, you are totally awesome. 
and I'm going to miss you guys. You are the best sports radio team in the city and in South Jersey. And I love listening to you guys. And, Angelo, you are the man. Bernadette, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Right back at you, Bernadette, and uh, all the fans out there. Thank you, Bernadette. Uh, we feel the way she does, but we're so professional, we're not going to show it till 10. Right, Rhea? We're not going to cry. We're not. We're just going to hold on. You, think I'm, gonna, you think I'm going to cry? Well, uh, all right. <laughs> well, you're staying. It doesn't really apply to you. All right? Are you, you think but, you'll shed a tear later? Uh, I don't know. I, I have a little speech at the end. Uh, there's a couple of moments in there where it might be Did dicey. you rehearse the speech? No. You didn't? I never rehearse one thing here. I write it, but I don't rehearse it. I'm, it may run long. I'm actually shocked I haven't cried yet. You haven't? You came close that time. Uh, yeah. 215-592-9494. If that's the way you feel, go. I say, you know what? Bring on the new. The new WIP Morning Show. It will be better. It will be more fun. It will be successful. Thank you. When we return, one of my all-time favorite guests in his final performance here, Mike Lombardi. WIP Sports Type 655. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Brought to you by Window Nation, Nick Sirianni says he plans to first look in-house for replacements at the offensive and defense coordinator positions, though CBS Sports' Josina Anderson says the Eagles want to interview Vance Joseph. Now, he's currently the D.C. with the Cardinals, who introduced Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach on Thursday. You'll be happy to know he's still pleased with not having a scheme. I famously set a line back in when I first took over as a defensive coordinator of Philly that I don't have a scheme. And people were very uncomfortable with that. And I was not because I don't believe in a scheme. I believe in putting the players that we have in positions to be successful. So we're going to look different week to week, predicated on who we have playing and who we are playing. And um, I think that you have to be ever evolving and adaptable and have a growth mindset to stay ahead of the curve or you will get beat. Well, you did get beat. Take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts. Get two free windows with every two you buy and pay nothing for two full years. 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. NBC10 first alert forecast. Cloudy with rain ending this afternoon. Temperatures dropping during the day to 45. It is currently 57. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.